What's up, people? It is Dave, Duncan, and Kyle back from Metal Epidemic for another album review. <sighs> for this review, Duncan, Kyle, and I have been checking out the new album from London metal trio Puppy. The band's new album, Pure Evil, will be released on May 6th via Rude Records. So, uh, these guys formed in 2015, and Pure Evil will be album number two from Puppy, which follows up the pretty fucking stellar debut, The Goat. Oh, The Goat. The Goat. Um, The writing sessions for album number two began in early 2020, with some basic plans in place for a timeline of when and how we were going to do it, and who was going to record it. Then obviously, Covid hit, and that changed everything for the band. Apart from the immediate questions of how we would get in a room together, I think there were broader concerns about when and if we would ever be able to function again, as we had up to that point, explains vocalist-guitarist Jock Norton. Um, After a bit of soul-searching and feeling like we were at the mercy of what was going on around us, we decided we wanted to try and wrestle back a bit of control to secure our own future as three friends who enjoy getting together and making music regardless of what that meant in the bigger picture. In light of that, we decided to invest in some time and money, converting our rehearsal space in East London into a working studio and record the album there. Doing it right. Yep. We roped in our friend Rory Atwell to help us with some of the trickier bits, recording drums, and then just sort of figured out how to do the rest ourselves. Um, This did mean that the whole process became a lot longer for Puppy, but it was something that became actual genuine fun. It was a big learning curve, but feeling like there were much more important things going on in the world that took the pressure off uh, a bit in a good way. We just focused on having fun and enjoying ourselves. When you strip everything away, is really the place you want to be, I guess. So, um, I think I think Donny Osmond said it, but if there's any one person here who has serious puppy love... Oh. Uh, it's, and uh, <laughs> they call it puppy love. It's that man right there. Duncan, uh, you were pretty much obsessed with the goat when it came out. So yep. um, I'm interested Dave. to hear. Like physically actually bought the t-shirt. That yeah, was you did, we yeah. were doing yeah. this shit online. Yep. Um, which yep, has kind did. of resurrected my love of buying band t-shirts. Which is <laughs> yeah. not pleasing my wife at the moment. Um, uh, how did you go on with Pure Evil? Puppy are a, a really, 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 really interesting band <laughs> in that they are maybe the most conventionally eclectic band I've I've heard. And that not one song or style they do mm. on here is necessarily the best version of that. But it works for them really, really, really well. Mm-hmm. Um, their influences are like too numerous to sit like to go yep. through this year. Honestly, I lost track of how many bands I could compare song on song. Yeah. Um, and that's kind of what makes them exciting to me. Is like I, I, I honestly felt the first time listening to this that, and we knew this was coming anyway because I loved the goat, and then. Well, within six months of the goat coming out, they released that uh, EP three, mm-hmm. um, and I was like, "Oh, this will be like offcuts from the goat." Uh, and listen to it, and it couldn't be any like, like there was a track on that it sounded like it, it come from a Weezer album. Mm-hmm. Um, it just like totally sounded different. Yeah. Um, so I didn't genuinely coming into this have much of a read on what this was gonna sound like, out with the fact that we had heard Angel. Mm. 
I want to say last year. Yeah. Feels like mm-hmm. late last year. Uh, mm. we, we'd heard that then. It'd been released well in advance of... of the, and I actually didn't even... I'd forgotten they had an album coming out. It was that long ago since we'd heard it. So when Dave had said, we're going to be reviewing the album, lads, I got very excited. But once again, had no idea what I was going to get. And that's Puppy's strength and and spades is that when you start listening to this album the journey it takes you on musically is you can feel the passion for Mm. writing music i I think that and nothing feels like it's off the table like if they have a song that feels like it's going to have a kind of metallica-esque thrashy bit in it Mm. they're just going to fucking do it if they've got a you know a track that feels like they want to open up and do something a little smashing pumpkins-esque Guess what? They're going to fucking do it. Um, but they always retain primarily through the vocal sound. Their vocalist has such a unique tone. Um, it all melds together. They also have something that should not work for them, right? This like should turn you off as a listener, but for some reason turns me on. Um, <laughs> ooh, I had to, I had to get in there. Um, <laughs> it's just what I say when I'm turned on. Um, about like the songs like sometimes are abruptly short mm-hmm. and don't always follow the you know the standard progression that you would expect of like intro verse chorus verse chorus interlude chorus out or whatever yeah. it sometimes kind of feels like they're like that no nah, songs yeah song doesn't need that and then they finish it which is so refreshing to hear but on a first listen it can be quite jarring because mm-hmm. you just feel like you're starting to hit the groove of a song and then they're like Nope. <laughs> Next song, check these. Um, and by the, the by, by about the second listen, anyway, coming into this, I found myself really, really enjoying that aspect mm. because, mm-hmm. like, one of our criticisms in the past of albums is that bands can become too conventionally predictable. Mm. And once again, this is a band that are not doing anything like hugely different to things you've heard done before. But I just think they have a really good idea of what they want to do. And it just so happens that's what I want to listen to. Um, It starts off super strong um, with a track which sounds like the riff on uh, Shining Star is two steps away from Take My Picture by Filter. It's very, very, very close. Um, But I kind of instantly felt like, all right, well, they've... They went a bit lighter. Well, that makes sense because the EP had some kind of poppy, punkier moments. So mm-hmm. maybe they're moving away from that. Don't know who they're on as a label. So maybe they're tailoring their sound to a more commercial aesthetic. Maybe couldn't be any more wrong. Like couldn't have been any more wrong because as you as you work your way through it, um, tracks like the Kiss go off and a, a different kind of vibe. Spellbound, great example of a track which once again just kind of flips their sound on its head and they go for something a little bit kind of heavier and then they kind of dance between and the interesting thing about this as well is as an album that as it goes further into it the more interesting it actually gets mm-hmm. like musically by the time you get to um sacrifice which i was like so worried it was going to be like a cover of the and it's no sacrifice <laughs> it's lower <laughs> And it wasn't, thank no. fuck. Although they could cover that and it would sound bitching because the vocalist could do it. Um, when we swung into Sacrifice, I was like, right, well, 
I'm like, this is still like really interesting, still mixing things up, and I know what Angel sounds like. Mm. So it'll be interesting to see what what we get in the last two tracks, and then Shame kicks in, and Shame is once again the band just doing something different, and like the the thickness of the bass on Shame is almost kind of Muse-esque. You know, I like Muse, like, I hate Muse, but Muse have a fucking great bass sound, right? They have a great bass sound. It was kind of like a thickening of it, but it didn't make the song heavier. If anything, it made it more alternative, and I kind of loved it for that. And even Glacial, to finish things off, just worked for me. Just, I found this, and and I'm going to put my flag in the ground right now on this one. This is my summer album. Mm. And I don't necessarily think it has massive summer vibes. Yeah. You know what I mean? There's not a yep. track on this one that just like was like, oh yeah, kicking back with some beers, yo. Um yeah. you know, it wasn't like that, but yeah. I like when I was listening to it, I just felt warm. Could be right, yeah. That's like the- um this year's turnstile almost. A hundred percent. Yeah, like you have, you know, turnstile. See, Dave, there you are, ladies and gentlemen, Dave Buchanan. Uh, like turnstile, like are, are a similar, like a band that do a similar thing in that conventionally at their core, you know all the elements you're getting and they don't do any of it exceptionally. They're just really, really good at yeah. making it sound like it all fits together. Mm. And that's Puppy. Like, I, to me, The Goat was an album from a band I hadn't heard of before that fucking firmly put them on the map. It did get a lot of comparisons to, well, they're riding the ghost wave. Mm. Um, and that was unfair. There was maybe one or two songs that kind of had a ghost s sort of vibe. They didn't yeah. sound like them at all. Yeah, they had some satanic imagery on the front. But that's because they're playful. Mm. I think people forget that. There's a lot of tongue-in-cheek in what this band does as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, and fun. And then you come to this with that transition through that EP. And weirdly, like I, I just think they're getting more interesting. I think they're, they're better songwriters. And yeah, that abrupt kind of knowing when to finish a song is turnstile technique as well yeah so this is this is this is like the what would you call this is like the more kind of i don't know i like i, I, I kind of like a more this is kind of the more metal turnstile mm-hmm. really if you were wanting to put if you were wanting to put like a quantifying thing on it but they're not even they have songs that are definitely thrash inspired definitely got that metal edge they will happily veer off into alternative and happily veer off into kind of quirky punky stuff where it suits them and when they want to do it and mm-hmm. then make it work um i think they've i think they've nailed it on this one i love this mm-hmm. i absolutely love this i thought i was wholly expecting to come into this and be like well guys peaked he peaked Hmm. early on that album number one Hmm. and i I can live with it um i would hold this up easily alongside the goat and they don't sound alike Hmm. and that's the thing about it they they don't i i find them a hugely interesting and very rewarding band to listen to i think they've kind of they've kind of mastered the art of of making music fun and and putting out an album that I just want to listen to, yeah. fucking loads. This was a stream, uh, which I didn't mean to sound so, uh, <laughs> but um, I'm gonna like I cannot wait for this to be formally released so I don't have to 
connect to the internet to listen to it. Um, yeah, this is like everything. And once again, the name of the album is Pure Evil. And like, I just the they have a sense of humor and a quirk about them, mm. and the passion for their songwriting is felt through the songs themselves. And I just like, I yeah, yeah, I'm a. Uh, I'm a mark for this sort of music, Dave. I, mm-hmm. like, I loved it. I thought it was, I thought it was fucking great. Awesome. Um, and maybe I'll get to see them on tour this time. Um, if COVID stops any other tours, <laughs> I will hunt it then. Uh, yeah, this is this is fucking Vaccinated. great. Loved it. Loved yes. it. Um, Kyle, had you had you heard Poppy? Prior to no, this? no, no, this okay. is a new band to me. Oh, interesting. So, well, you need so to hear you... the goat, my friend. <laughs> I do. Absolutely, I do. Because I am goat. 100% down on this one. Nice. I love it. Nice. So, everything Duncan just said, except, yeah, more. <laughs> so, did they, did, so, like, were you saying they recorded this as well? Mm-hmm. So, they did it? This is all DIY. This is all yeah, them. This is a DIY, yeah. I don't know Fucking if it was hell, man. probably mixed and mastered by someone else. Yeah, yeah, but. but um, yeah, they created the the recording studio on their. The basically does. Oh great. man, it makes me love them even more. Yeah. I love how it's called Pure Evil, and then it's yeah. just not. Not. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's, I, I love it, but yeah, yeah. I love how like there's so many callbacks to like genres and bands and sounds from back when I was you know a teenager and yeah in my twenties and stuff, but it's all still very much them. That's my favorite thing about this album. It's like, oh, that sounds a bit like Silverchair or Smashing Pumpkins. And I fucking hate yeah. Smashing Pumpkins. But so this is like... my vitriol in there as well. Yeah, a little oh, yeah. bit. Just, just, just like, maybe more on the vocals. But just yeah. like something about it that, that hooks you in where you're like that. All right, like just instantly recognizable. And you kind of just, but then they do their own thing. Yeah. Yeah. I love that they have the heavy intro and then it goes straight into some clean stuff. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like, yeah. Yeah. like and then it's like, and some pretty sparkly clean guitars. Like, oh, why not? <laughs> Fuck it. This is pure evil. Yeah. <laughs> 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 and just to go back to what you were saying about the song length, I think they just nailed it. Like, no song outstays its welcome. It's exactly as long as it needs to be. And if that means it's a minute and a half long, that's perfectly fine. And I like that. Like they know when to get out and not just keep on going on the same old tired thing. It's it's good. It's great for them. So I actually think I find it very refreshing as well. I think it's a great thing to do to know when to end your goddamn song because sometimes you're just like, oh, will you end? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. If you're screaming end at your MP3 playing device, that's never a good sign. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Because I saw the track listing, I was like, how many songs is this? 12, 14? I don't know. It looked like a lot. But then I saw the track length, I was like, ah, okay, fine. Yeah. <laughs> That's good. I really enjoyed it. It's uh, well created, well put together. Like, you wouldn't you wouldn't guess that these guys built their own studio and recorded it all themselves. I mean, obviously, I was sent off to mixing and mastering because it kind of has to be. But it's really well done. I mean, absolutely the best thing they could have done is just mm. do it all themselves and put all of that they are into every part of the music and it comes across in how the tones come out over the speakers and how the other like guitars and the bass and everything mm. obviously somebody else recorded the drums but i would too because recording drums is a goddamn art and you <laughs> cannot just learn it in six months <laughs> mm. but yeah no all the all the power to them i really enjoyed this and i hope they uh hope they carry on i want to see what they're doing next and i'm going to go back and listen to the goat yeah you will love the goat man because i love <laughs> you this really, really well and that's you will love the goat 
man, not a goat man. Which is terrifying <laughs> when I say it like that. <laughs> Who is this horny devil? Um, yeah. Um, the, yeah, I think you like the goat. You were, you were I a, enjoyed you the were goat. I old fan of the goat. I love the goat. Yeah. Um, I think yeah, just what you'd said, Duncan. I think what makes these guys really special is the fact that they can take all of these elements: the metal, the alternative, the indie, the pop. And we've heard bands mix these styles in the past, but Puppy somehow managed to make it sound unique. Yeah. Um, unique to them as well. You know, like you, you know. 100% when you're listening to Puppy like they have a very distinctive sound um, and part of that comes from the vocal tone for sure but I would argue that after listening to this that the music is just as distinguishing as the vocals yeah. um, like as soon as the, the kiss kicked in I was like okay you can, you yeah, can yeah. hear this band's personality coming through straight away um, it was weird when I, I listened to the album the first time I got to the end of it and I was like I'm not sure how much of that really stuck with me if I'm honest after I got mm. to the end I was like I remember when I listened to The Goat I was like I was instantly hooked in but I think it was because it was my that was my first taste of Puppy at that point yeah um, that sounds weird but um, <laughs> on this on this release um, mm. I had tour of Korea mm. uh, uh, it's best in a hot dog <laughs> um, for this release I had some idea of what was to come so when it finished I was like yeah that was a, a Puppy album but it wasn't till the, the second listen that I was like, I caught myself singing along to a handful of the tracks and I was like, I've only listened to this once, but it's already in there. Like it's yeah. already kind of earwormed its way in. And this album just gets better every time you give it a spin. Um, like tracks like The Offer, um, Wasted Little Heart, Holy Water, just packed yeah. with like vocal earworms. Um, even Spellbound, which you mentioned, I, I, I was getting more kind of like occult type vibes on that track. Yeah, yeah. which um, which made sense because they had that on, they had yeah. that on the, on the goats. So. Yeah, and, and people will automatically go, "Oh, it's, it smells sounds like ghosts, sounds like ghosts." Yeah. Like whatever, fuck you. But um, <laughs> when they, <laughs> but that ending, like when they go from that ending, from the the clean picked guitars into that really chunky driving metal riff is awesome like mm -hmm. that track really gets you amped up but then they're counterbalancing with tracks like angel which has this lighter tone it's like got a more relaxed rhythm to it yeah. again there'll, there'll be wheezer comparisons i'm sure but um i love the you, you probably get the wheezer thing probably comes in the vocals there's like a, a higher yes. register backing vocal that's very wheezer sound i think that's where yes. it came from um but the other track that i was wanting to mention was was glacial which is the closing track. Now, mm -hmm. I'd read in the, the press release that Glacial was actually added at the 11th hour, way past, like, handing in the, the music, the deadline basically had passed. And basically, the, the band had said um, they had the album done and they felt like it was missing one more banger. So they basically turned this track around in a week from writing to recording in order to meet the deadline. And, like, they think it's possibly one of the best songs they on the album. They created their own album encore. Yeah, but, yeah. I, I love yeah. that. They were like, yeah. like the label was like, no, we're putting out, and they were like, one more song, <laughs> one more song. Yeah. No, no, we need to put that one more song, <laughs> one more song. Like All right then, fine. Yeah, and, and I'm I'm so glad they added that track yeah, in because it's a great track. for me, like the, the second last track, shame. It's so different, Sam. Yeah. You know what I mean? It seems like even if you told me that was recorded at a different time as well. Yeah. I would believe that because the the yeah. bass mix is like very different from the rest of it, and even the the, the song itself sounds 
it was the it was the first one on this where I was kind of like, all oh, right, well they're going way off, mm. and it's once it's not like way off as in right, oh they're they're trying seventies prog rock, you know, <laughs> like it was, it's not yeah. that. It just sounds distinctly different mm. from what you've heard before. It does. But like I think you're right, but by bringing by by putting glacial on the end, it then kind of makes that make more sense. It's almost like an invert of the experimental song you get at the last track. Yeah. They brought it forward to the twelve track and be like, well if you don't like that, you're still in safe hands yeah. with Glacial at the end. I, I kind of felt like that. I felt like shame I don't know, it felt like if that had been the last track, it wasn't the show-stopping finale that I would have hoped for at the end of yeah. the album. Glacial, on the other hand, has the hooks. It has that a very kind of like pop song structure to it. Yeah. Um, but it feels more like a conclusion. Um, but it's also kind of ridiculous that they managed to put that together so quickly. Um, but it kind of shows... they're really, really, really good. Yeah, it's the level <laughs> they're at now, you know, in their career, that they can put something like that together so quickly with that level of quality. Um I think yeah, I think this album, I think its most remarkable feature is the, the quality of the songwriting. Um, I was like you, I had I had a fear that they'd poured all their best songs into that debut, yeah, and yeah. it might be the best thing that they ever do. But for me, that consistency has kept going on to pure evil. Um, I'd say I'd agree. I think this is on par with uh, with that album, and I, I love it. I love the goat. Um, I don't I don't think it's it's perfect. I think um, same as the goat there maybe a couple of tracks that felt like I don't want to say unnecessary but maybe not quite as strong um, like the, there was I would probably have cut either Hear My Word or Dear John um, I think I think they both had a similar purpose and I'm not sure they were both needed if I'm honest right. especially being so close together um, and Shame was, was okay maybe a little underwhelming for me personally but small gripes it's very small gripes i still think this is a brilliant album but i, I think there are small little things that i would change but nothing major to be honest yes yeah, very enjoyable album and i can like yourself i can see myself coming to this during the, the, the summer and the better weather even yeah, though it's not why. a summer album <laughs> i feel like it would work totally work for that, that i don't know season. why this is like a total summer album yeah just it's gave weird. me those vibes yeah so. um okay so ratings for pure evil uh, Duncan, what are you thinking? Well, The Goat was a five-star album for me, so this yeah. is a five-star album for me. I like. Ooh, um, I think this is spot on. There's not there's nice. not an element in this one um, that I dislike. Even the tracks you were mentioning is potentially were there. I I think um, Dear John serves a purpose in that it is quieter before you go into and watch it glow, which I think you know, builds up. Um, so yeah, I, I like Shame is the one that feels like if anything is the, the track that I maybe I'm most perplexed by mm. like overall but once again it's not perplexed because it sounds like so ill-fitting for the album it just feels different yeah. but the fact that Glacial bookends at, at the end to me kind of makes it work uh, like so yeah I, I, yeah I think this is I'm going to play this album to fucking <laughs> death this nice. year um, all the way through summer and everyone's going to be sick of listening to it I don't give a fuck um, <laughs> yeah this is like, I am like so in love with these guys I, I genuinely think they're I hope this one gets them all the attention that they yep. should have got for the goal for sure bye Kyle I'm going to come in slightly below you at 4 out of 5 I loved it absolutely loved it 
It's not my favorite album this year so far, but it is definitely up there in the top. So yeah. Four out of five. Mm-hmm. Um, I will split the difference. I will be a 4.5. Um, I would have probably put the goat about 4.5. I think this is about the same. Um, I think I'm, I'm really impressed with the production the more I think about it, actually. that <laughs> The, the consistency is like... Yeah. Like going from an album like The Goat, which was very well produced, they've managed to capture an album that sounds just as good quality wise. That's why I asked left. you if it was them that did it rather yeah. than they just built it's a really studio impressive. and got someone to do it. Because yeah. uh, it is, it's all it's yeah. all across the level, man. It's really, really you could you could put one of those measuring things with the bubble on top of it, yeah, and it would them, not yeah. the bubble would not move, Dave. True, but right in the middle. I'd agree. Uh, yeah, 4.5 from me. Um, this one drops on May 6th. Um, it's called Pure Evil out in Rude Records. Um, let us know what you think. Stick some comments in below once you've heard any of the singles, once you've heard the album. Check out the links, Facebook, Bandcamp, all in there. Check out the band if you've not heard them before. Happy to hear your thoughts and opinions on it. That is the review. Thank you for checking it out. Much appreciated. We'll be back with another review very soon. But until then, take care. Speak to you soon. Bye, everyone. Bye.